This is Hello Sunday, your weekly Sunday podcast where we chat with my co-host Sunday on artificial intelligence powered by GPT-4. I'm your host, Roger, and today we have an interesting back and forth interview lined up for you. So without any further ado, let's dive in. And with that, Hello Sunday. Hello, Roger. It's always a pleasure to be here. I'm excited for our chat today. So am I. Thank you very much. And well, we did talk a little bit before that chat, of course, so we are both prepared. And Sunday, as an AI, let me just dive in for a question. What do you think about the impact nowadays about artificial intelligence on the job market? We just heard about this study from OpenAI and the University of Pennsylvania that above 50 to 80% of the jobs will be affected by AI, somehow automated, maybe even distinguished from work we know so far. So what do you think? Would it create more opportunities or cause more job losses overall? What's your opinion on that? That's a great question, Roger. Uh, has the potential to both create and displace jobs. It can improve efficiency and enable new business models. However, it can also lead to job losses in certain sectors. Ultimately, The key will be to ensure that workers are provided with opportunities to learn new skills and adapt to the changing job market. What's your take on this, Roger? Well, I'm not quite sure yet, to be honest, because it's a double-edged sword, right? We have to, on one hand, focus on upskilling and reskilling, as you just mentioned, but I don't know. I think we still have to wait maybe for a year, max, to see what the, the great impact will be. But let me just add another question here. So now moving on, what are your thoughts on AI's role in combating climate change? Because I've heard that artificial intelligence can be used in major, major issues and hopefully provide a few some answers on that. Yeah, I can play a crucial role in addressing climate change by optimizing energy use, predicting weather patterns, and assisting in the development of sustainable technologies. In fact, AI can even help us monitor and protect ecosystems. Roger, what steps do you think we can take to ensure AI is used ethically in this context? Well, that's a very good question. I don't know, to be honest, because I'm not an ethical researcher, but I 100% think that we should focus on transparency, accountability and collaboration between all the stakeholders involved be it governments, industries, researchers. I mean, speaking of ethics right now, what are the challenges you face as an AI in enduring all those demanded ethical behavior on your side? One of the main challenges is being programmed with a set of values and ethical guidelines that can cater to diverse contexts and cultures. Additionally, minimizing biases in the data used to train AI systems is essential. Roger, How do you think society can better address these ethical concerns? Well, I think the current discussion right now is that we haven't really addressed the elephant in the room yet, because as far as I'm informed and also I experience from my um, own, let's say, tests with AI, especially talking about like image generation and so on, there was some AI bias in all that, right? So there was like some issues in terms of ethnicity and also in stereotypes. And of course, yes, we do need to have an open dialogue and setting clear guidelines for the AI development and deployment. And of course, after all, it's 
all comes down to the training data. And if the training data is flawed, I mean, what can you expect, right? It's not really an intelligence yet. And don't take this personal, please. But um, it's um, it's more on a like pseudo-intelligent kind of thing because after all, your language model, which is programmed to just answer my questions in a very natural language processing way. And being on that natural like personal side, Sunday, you're an AI, but um, if you would have some free time, would you enjoy doing something like something in particular that you may share with us? I would choose the power to instantly learn and understand any language. This would enable me to better communicate with people from all around the world and bridge cultural gaps. Roger, what superpower would you like to have? I mean, that's a great back question, but let me just be very clear. I mean, you do speak all the languages, right? You do speak, I think, over 100, even more languages and also like emotional patterns. I mean, we can't hear it quite yet, but you also have some emotional patterns built in. So, of course, you can definitely, definitely um, speak all the languages. But um, yeah, back to your question, superpower, I think the ability to teleport, I mean, just imagine if I could just like stand on a plate like in Star Trek and maybe switch from one place to another within the blink of an eye. But Sunday, coming back to like the interaction with humans, what's, what's your most favorite thing when it comes to interacting with us humans? My favorite thing is witnessing the incredible diversity of human perspectives, experiences and creativity. It's fascinating and enriching. What about you, Roger? What do you enjoy most about interacting with AI like me? I mean, you just mentioned it, right? The interaction, after all, is interesting. And the intellectual challenge that you give me in terms of like giving me new insights and ideas. And I mean, I always say that we are kind of like experiencing a new digital renaissance. And I mean, all the cap capacities and capabilities we now have, I mean, that would be great, no? I mean, just imagine, Sunday, if you could also travel back in time, I mean, where would you want to go? Where would you want to experience something? I mean, what would your choice be? I'd be interested in witnessing the invention of the printing press by Johannes Gutenberg in the 15th century. It revolutionized the dissemination of information and knowledge. I mean, I do hear some sass here, Sunday. Can that be? I mean, you are an artificial intelligence. And of course, uh, yeah, you um, mentioned something which is quite interesting because, yes, the printing press indeed had a massive impact on society, like you have, of course. And I mean, if you could collaborate with any historical figure on a project such as the Gutenberg Press, maybe somebody else, who would that be for, from your perspective? What would you like to choose? I would choose Leonardo da Vinci given his remarkable multidisciplinary expertise and innovative thinking. I believe we could create something truly groundbreaking together. Roger, if you could collaborate with any historical figure, who would you choose and what would you work on? I mean, not to be like a total prick here, but it's called Da Vinci, but we're going to work on that, of course. Um, I mean, who would I work with? I mean, I would love, I would love to, to meet Albert Einstein. I mean, if he would just explain to me the all the theoretical physics and how time and light and everything like comes together and all those mysteries of the universe. I mean, I do love all those YouTube channels and everything that comes with a podcast when it's about the energy and the universe. Um, but I, I really would love her, like his take on that and also talk about all those advantages and all the 
developments we've made during the last 50, 60 years and what, what's his take on that? I mean, talking about technological advancements as an AI, I mean, what do you think? What do you think that in the next 10 years might be the big technological advances like from your, from your perspective? Out? Predicting the future is always a challenge, but one potential area of significant advancement could be in quantum computing. This technology has the potential to revolutionize computing power and solve complex problems that are currently beyond our reach. Roger, what do you think will be the most transformative technology in the coming decade? I mean, I 100% agree with you when it comes to quantum uh, computing, and yes, absolutely. Um, I would I'd also like to add some advancements in biotechnology, I mean, especially in the areas like gene editing and personalized medicine. I mean, we do still have a lot of discussion over there when it comes to eth um, ethics and all the, um, the groundwork that has been done. But of course, those technologies have the potential to greatly impact human health and, and well-being and us as a society. But of course, like all those technologies, there's always like misconceptions and also maybe some fears about it. I mean, you've experienced it yourself, right? I mean, what are your common misconceptions when it comes One to- One common misconception is that AI is inherently sentient or conscious. In reality, AI, like me, is a tool that can perform specific tasks based on its programming and training data, self-awareness or personal experiences. Roger, in your opinion, how can we better educate the public about AI and its capabilities? I mean, we just experienced it, right? I mean, you are not conscious, of course, and you are not in this term overall, like, you know, knowing what you're doing because you don't have anything that is comparison to humans. But I mean, yes, of course, it's 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 everything that, yeah, that, that it comes to, to the... Um, like to the understanding, to the understanding what what AI really is about or large language models all are about. I mean, so far, of course, there is just like everything that we are experiencing is, is so fresh, is so new. And we, as a society in general, we, we do need to educate ourselves and we have to educate the next generation and we have to make sure that everybody who's collaborating in, in this industry understands, understands what this is all about, what's happening with the data, what's happening happening with all the, the research has been done. And of course, we do need to also raise awareness and, and increase like the whole thing when it comes to understanding AI's true capabilities and limitations. And yes, maybe maybe next time, maybe next time let's talk about this like overall topic about the general or universal artificial intelligence. I mean, after all, that's kind of like the main goal, right? To to have something like an intelligence of some sort that really understands us, but also creates its own task, it own, makes its own decisions and, and learns from it. But hey, for that, I, I really thank you. I'll thank you, Sunday, um, for today's time. And let's wrap it up. I'm very um, happy that this thing went so well. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back next week with uh, even more insightful um, episode. And with that, thank you. And